Yo, um, back with another episode. I thought I'd mix it up for once. I was actually going to record an episode without a cap on, but it almost feels like bad luck at this point if I don't wear a cap, so I put it on. Um, instead of running through like a week of stuff, I thought, given I spent yesterday the whole day in the studio doing a shoot for the first time since the original shoot, I thought I'd run through a bit of that process and how maybe my mind works in that respect and how like logistically things work in that respect. Probably I'm not that organized with this sort of stuff, but I thought I'd show you a bit kind of behind the scenes in a different part of the business really, like how I come up with these concepts for what I think are pretty unique creative things. Um, not the brand as a whole, I wanna just go over like the video stuff for now, this like particular campaign and just run through how my mind works with that because yeah, I just think it'd be interesting. Mix it up for once rather than just ran randomly rambling. Um, I'm sure I will ramble a lot as well. I'll share part of my screen on here. Don't know if I'm sharing it right now. Um, so website brand content. I want to dive into the nothing exists until you create it. 80s commercial that I did at the start. So for reference point, I'm talking about this one. Live the dream. I don't know if you've seen this yet. I don't know if the audio comes out on this if not I'll put it in but yeah this was the 80s film that we did for the brand um, before we launched it hey everybody well, arguably pretty unnecessary like doesn't drive sales you know we're not running ads to this at least right now but I think it's fucking sick it's the part of the brand that I I get most excited by this sort of stuff and this came out like a Stranger Things Netflix film in my opinion if you haven't watched it you should go watch it but I'm, I'm gonna watch it back right now so this was in this house we rented I mean I walked through which order should I do this in we'll watch a bit but first this was in this house we rented the whole thing was like this concept that I came up with and Brad the creative genius that makes all this shit reality and it came out pretty perfectly in the end I thought every time I watch it I get gas just like the soundtrack the aesthetic the whole vibe was just like my mind in a video and it came out fucking perfectly I think um, but yeah if you've not watched that go and watch it it's like three minutes long not that many views, like 8,000 views. Again, we haven't run ads to this. This doesn't drive revenue. It's more of a brand thing, more of an aesthetic thing. You know, arguably, if we didn't have it, would it make any difference? Maybe not. But for me, I think it's like super important to fucking do cool shit. And I've never in my life seen a supplement brand do something like this. I could be wrong. Um, but like we have like one coming for Dream Dust in next month as well which is going to be a literal fucking movie compared to this like another level beyond and it's the stuff that just gets me gassed it's probably just an excuse for me to make movies um i'll be involved in making them but i really fucking enjoy it but yeah i sort of walked through the process of like how i came up with that because a lot of people kind of asked me like what does that involve was it really expensive all this sort of shit um but i guess I mean, yeah, it just, I'm a pretty creative person, I think. Like, that stuff is the stuff that gets me most excited. It's the side of the business that doesn't necessarily move the needle with numbers, and it probably doesn't, to be honest, definitely doesn't, but I think it's worth it long-term. It's super exciting. So, yeah, this is basically how I organize it. So, I've got a bunch of other ideas that are currently in the pipeline for different products. You'll see here. Um, I called it Nothing Exists Until You Create It, which is like this phrase I came up with, and 
kind of call like the brand campaign that if you like um but yeah literally i organized my entire business with google drive so a lot of people probably do i have a certain structure which maybe i'll walk through in a different video but literally started with like a a blank sheet basically so i mean this was just kind of me brainstorming it probably started on like iphone notes or something but just reading this but i haven't looked at this for ages but this is kind of how i come up with ideas and present them to people before we make them real which is kind of the hard part. General concept for the shoot, introduce the brand, blah, 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 in a very unique standout way, which then we did. Never seen anyone do that before. 80s synthwave, utopian, aesthetic, blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. This is more of like a, a spec sheet for the shoot. Um, I think brainstorm-wise, I probably deleted a lot of stuff, but had like an idea for a backing track, which was originally something else. And then a voiceover style that I wanted, which is obviously like the super American exaggerated style bunch of props i wanted this was before we actually got them model outfits blah 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 had to actually source a model the model in the video wasn't actually like an, a formal not like a professional model it's just some girl off instagram so got her involved um sourced the location which i used a website called gigster for um I'm not logged in, fuck it. But gigster.com is the website. You can like hire sick locations. Found this place, wasn't that cheap, but yeah, obviously you'll recognize all these from the shoot. Had an idea of what we wanted to film before. And this is basically all I, all I produced in terms of like specifics. I had this vision in my head, but then getting it into reality is like the harder part. And that's where Brad came in, that is the genius that makes a lot of my stuff now and, and made this. Um, he actually made it a reality but yeah this was kind of how I lay out my thoughts you know really really fucking simple there's probably loads of iPhone notes at the time that I can't find now that I was coming up with then I wrote a script I literally wrote this in like I'm gonna say five minutes it's not five minutes I probably spent like an hour on it I did it in pretty much like one take I just put a backing track of music on and that's another thing like when I'm coming up with this sort of stuff did I have a mood board for this um don't think I did, but I probably came up with like a Pinterest board and then had like a Spotify playlist, listened to the Spotify playlist while while writing this. Or in fact, listened to the backing track, which is Sunset by The Midnight. Haven't yet been sued for using it. Um, and then just wrote this in one take pretty much. And that's obviously what you hear. A world where truly nothing is out of reach. Where'd it go? A life where you never, ever want, want to go to sleep. Because, because you're living your dreams for real. real. Every, Every single day. day. So it's cool when you write that sort of shit down and it actually comes fucking real. I like the whole vibe. The girl. Just like the fucking neon lights, this sort of vibe. I've always just been obsessed with that aesthetic and Neon Beach was the first time going into that sort of look and with this, it just came out perfectly. And wanted to be like super sarcastic. I just thought it was quite funny. Just different. And like Stranger Things vibes. This is just me indulging myself to be fair. And every time I watch it back, the vibes are just good. I fucking like it. It's good shit. But yeah, wrote that script. Um, wrote that script. Am I still recording this? Yeah. I, d I didn't record an episode last week when I thought I did. Yeah, basically wrote the script. Um... And then the posters, yeah, that's another thing. The posters, which you'll see in, you might have seen these in the back of my podcast 
I designed these like four years ago and there were going to be a brand called Neon Beach Ridge and there's going to be a canvas brand that I never used. So like, that's the poster there, one of them. Um, where's the other ones? Oh, by the way, when he says nothing exists in secret, it's a, that's Brad editing his voice. I want it to sound like some like 80s girl calling someone. That bit there. Where are the other posters? I want to show you the posters. I think like three of them got featured. Yeah, so that's the one that's in the pod, the Dream Big. Oh no, it's not, no, it's not. That's another one. Um, yeah, so these are, I designed these like four years ago, basically. So that was the one that was in that was in the background. It's kind of like planting Easter eggs because these are like shit that I've had for ages and it used to be in the on beach thing. It's trying to like make this franchise out of my own fucking life, I guess. Like link things. The Dream World poster was in this scene. So sick. And then these are just a few other posters. I'm trying to see if another one was actually featured in it. Don't think it was. Maybe there's one in this. Yeah, there was, so, so there. You probably can't really see it. That's the... Oh, fuck's sake. It's going too big. That's the other one. This one. Thoughts become things. So I think three of them were featured in the actual movie the film whatever you want to call it this focus one I've got in my living room over here but I don't think that made the cut to the actual video yeah it's fucking cool um so yeah these all featured in it where was I going with this um Props, I planned a lot of props. I wanted it to just fucking look unique. And it was literally a case of just, I think Brad went on eBay and we bought these. Obviously, these are all featured in the movie. They weren't that expensive, to be honest. Um, the location, again, like I said, I sourced that on Gigster, which is a sick website. And these are like, we're just shop planning at this point. Was there anything else? And then the final content. I mean, obviously, this is just like the final cut, which you can see on YouTube and a lot of images, but yeah, let me see. Did I write the list of costs? Yeah, so basically this entire shoot, I don't think I wrote it down in here to be fair. I don't know where it is, probably somewhere else, but this whole thing only costs like, I think it was literally like three grand all in, or three and a half. And honestly, like, I've had people ask me like, how much did it cost? Thinking it costs like, 20k and I think it looks like it did to be honest it came out like super super professional I've seen one or two commercials from other brands that I know for a fact cost like 20k plus from naming no names some of them were clearly copying this style and I think this looks better than any of them to be honest or at least as good um so it just goes to show you don't have to spend a huge amount it's more about being creative and this as well like small details so like I mean it's not it's not that cool but I wrote like rainbow dust LFG or some shit. Rainbow Dust version 1, 2022, LFG. It's just like all these little details that in five years time when the brand is hopefully a fucking billion pound brand, you'll look back and it'll tie into something that I've done later on. So yeah, there's that basically. Um, so that was kind of the Nothing Existing to Create film. That was a brief overview relatively. And then a more recent one, was so I did a well we've got Dream Dust coming next right so the plan with these campaigns I guess I call them brand story campaigns is I want to basically make a movie per main product that we release and then it effectively becomes like a fucking movie franchise 
like I don't know Harry Potter 1, 2, 3 or that's a really bad example but like Stranger Things season 1, season 2 each film has a legitimate storyline which is relevant to the product granted it's like more of an artistic depiction rather than like explaining the product but it will actually link to the next one so like Dream Dust I don't know if I can fucking show you this probably some cringe shit on here um, I'll show you a bit of this just to show the process because this is what we're filming next so Dream Dust I chase my dreams while I'm awake. Um, I don't know if there's anything fucking cringe or shit on here. So, yeah, this is just... I was actually going to potentially feature in this myself. And it's going to be semi-based on a certain part of real life, which is then going to link back to the original movie. It's completely unnecessary, I know. But it's just, like, fucking sick. And then these are all, like... Yeah, this is more, like, proper brainstorming. So, soundtracks you might use and these fucking posters I wanted to do based on certain 1975 lyrics and like each one's going to relate to like the actual plot or whatever and be like a lyric that I like and yeah these are all just random ideas oh yeah this was another idea so pros meant to say props so I was going to include like a neon beach sign a midnight city pendant and like you see what I mean it's just like all these little details that probably don't matter to anyone else but I just think it's cool so yeah Dream Dust is coming next um, and we're gonna yes this is another thing I'm gonna actually include I'm gonna hire this a DMT DeLorean and actually drive it because it's gonna relate to this where at the start she sees that on TV so that's on TV right in a second is that in a second well that was the ad and then she turns the TV on wait did it come off here again this shot is so sick I don't think it comes on TV again but does it come on TV again the DMC oh you get the idea that was an ad from the TV it's another car and then she sees the Space Kids ad this, I think this shot is so sick um, anyway yeah so this is going to be featured in the actual one me driving it and then it's also going to reference the fucking famous drive Ryan Gosling Scorpion jacket just because it's fucking sick and it's very 80s I might actually try and get one that's got a Space Goods logo on the back depending on how fucking expensive it is um, and yeah it's all going to tie into each other so this is like my my grand plot for the Dream Dust shoot but coming back to another type of shoot so this is probably very unorganised I realised that we hadn't actually explained like the product that much so like these brand story ones are a bit more like romantic and arguably pointless but very fucking artistic whereas yesterday spent the whole day doing this which you should have done right at the start to be honest like a website explainer video and this was a bit more organised and I've got some behind the scenes footage which I'll show you in a minute as well um, but yeah this was the process with this so basically I wanted to come up with it we wanted to do a shoot that explained the product and like the primary goal with it was to have a video I guess similar in use case to something like this not that I'm promoting mud water big competitor but like basically anyone can watch it and know what rainbow dust is because so many comments saying what the fuck like what is rainbow dust what do you actually do I, I don't get it like it looks cool you know this sort of shit makes it very sexy blah 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 but what is it so this was the goal with this shoot um, this is as organised as I get to be honest it's a fucking Google sheet 
found a studio, that's where it was in East London, obviously the time, found a model, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, yeah, this was as far as I went with it. I had a basic outline, a shot list, certain stuff I wanted to achieve, certain reference points for Brad, who is the brains behind this really. This was like me just coming up with the main ideas, which he had input on, but then he goes and makes it reality. Similar thing, like wrote down all the props we needed, blah, 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 blah. And full transparency, how much did this cost? Um, this cost was, I don't know if I can share his numbers, but whatever. Um, yeah, so this shoot, full day shoot for a load of shit, it's five and a half grand pretty much all in, which is including back by the way, so effectively less than that. But that includes obviously studios, like a grand all in, filming and editing like 3K, equipment that we rented on the day, like roughly 650, model 650 roughly, props, not that much, 160, and then there'll probably be like another 80 on top of that for like travel for the model or whatever, but five and a half grand all in, which to me seems pretty reasonable. That was budgeted into the November budget for content and I have a budget relative to revenue levels and targets per month and that budget this month was 13 grand on content, five and a half of which was going here on a website shoot. Um, so yeah, like, this shoot we came up with literally in about, in about a week so like maybe not a week a week and a half two weeks ago we decided we're doing this shoot I came up with this stuff then I wrote a script so I wrote this script in literally about about five minutes um five minutes all right 15 20 minutes it was way more rushed than the last one and it's the script that the model was reading you know what is rainbow does wanted to be like very sarcastic but also um actually explain things and be informative um and yeah, it's pretty rough and ready. Like Brad, who does all the all the production, all, all the main creative stuff, um, he basically takes my ideas, which are very mismatched and disorganized and fucking retarded in a way, and makes them real and actually tangible on the day. And he's the guy that edited this and does all my cool edit stuff. And he's a fucking genius. Um, so yeah, and then I will show you some of the actual footage, although... I don't know if I'll be able to do that. Yeah, so let me just drag this in. Don't know if you'll be able to see this, but I'll play it back afterwards anyway. So, yeah, this is behind the scenes stuff. So, I just wanted to actually show what the studio looks like. So, this was an all in one studio in the sense that we had like the full floor. So, we had like a white background area as well as this sick kitchen stuff kitchen stuff kitchen studio and like having a kitchen in a studio is fucking ideal we're going to use the white background as well the white background cove bit didn't end up using that actually at all in the shoot and i find on shoots the setup tends to take like i'm going to say like a third of the day the setup and takedown and then in every shoot i do because i want it to really match like the 80s style that's kind of become consistent which i'm just fucking obsessed with it seems to work now for the brand we have these bars, so like these, I think like a stair or something, and it just gives like such a sick lighting. Honestly, if I, if I could have this set up for, for the podcast, I'd probably be more excited to start doing it again. And then this radio from the previous shoot, we did this scene at the start, which I don't think was filmed, where she stops the music rather than starts it. So it's like trying to relay it to the previous shoot. It's trying to make all these like Easter eggs for like brand super fans that might notice. Um, and yeah, this is just me fucking filming some shit with the new Drake album on. Brad and Jordan, who does more of the actual video stuff. But these lights just give a sick fucking vibe to all of it. And 
yeah they basically turn my idea into actual content so let me just skip through a bit here we go so we had a different model for this shoot that actually looks lit the cinematic making movies all day long yeah that's right different model for the shoot well surf them And then we did like a bunch of Q&A stuff. This is just me fucking, I, I don't help on these shoots. I basically sat in the corner eating crisps. And just filming a bit of stuff, cause it looked wavy. Yeah, there's a competitor on there. We're gonna blur that out in the actual video. But yeah, we did like an explainer video and then loaded like Q&A stuff. And basically everything was about explaining the product, just making it very clear what it is, what it does, what it compares to, what it's not, what it is, etc and putting that all on the website and then a bunch of like sciencey stuff and I was trying to get raw mushrooms like lion's mane and so on but I couldn't find them in stock anywhere so Brad's gonna after effects those in fuck this compared to by the way and I feel like it must be so awkward being a model in a way for some of this stuff But yeah, there seems to be a theme of brunette models and pink lights so far, which I should probably, maybe I should mix that up because half our customers are definitely like middle-aged women. So I don't know what I like, maybe isn't necessarily what the customer base likes. But yeah, we filmed a load of shit. There's me looking like a fucking cunt wearing a, one of many wavy shirts. But yeah, it's fun to actually get on shoots because I spend 90% of my time behind a computer. So a shoot day feels like the only time I properly get out and do the more fun stuff. So I'm looking forward to doing more of them and the dream does shoot next. But yeah, this is like a, this is really shit behind the scenes content, isn't it? I should have done like a proper vlog or whatever, but she did take a packet in the end. And I think she did like it. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of the process, really. Um, it's way more winging it than people think. So I'd bear messages when I launched saying, like, oh, how did you make this? Like, did you get an agency in, blah, blah, blah. No, it was just me, a few ideas, Brad making it real, working together, pretty scrappy, but it came out really fucking well. And I'm excited to see Dream Dust. And I'm excited to see the website shoot. And yeah, like, was this remotely informative? Let's watch the end of this. Such a vibe. Anyway, um, yeah, I hope that fucking made some sense. I'm gonna try and edit. This can be a really complicated edit for me compared to normal because I've screen share and I'm overlaying and I'm speaking about stuff. But um, yeah, that's probably like 25 minutes as normal, is it? What is it? 24 minutes. But I thought I'd just show a different side to the business and a bit more specific. I'm gonna go into some more specific background stuff as well in other videos like logistics, product development, other stuff as well, a bit more Q&A um, and mix it up. But hopefully that was interesting. This is definitely my favorite part of the business. It's just, just sadly like probably 1% of my time gets spent on this on like a monthly basis. But 
yeah, it's cool. I don't think there's many supplement brands doing this sort of shit. And like the video says, nothing exists until you create it, I guess. So you just got to fucking try and get your ideas into reality. And that's what I'm trying to do with this brand in general. And, and right at this I think it's a cool moment, evergreen piece of content to have. So. to the occasion? Yeah. Unlock Catch a next new episode. world of colors and dreams. It's not all as crazy as it seems. It's all based on science, after all. <laughs>